Welcome to U.S. Comics Cast, your HQ for everything comic book related. 60 minutes, two topics for the people. I'm Charlie Rivera, the COO and co-founder and co-host of U.S. Comics. U.S. Comics Cast, if you're nasty. Sure. And that must make me nobody less than John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics and the other co-host of U.S. Comics Cast. And let me wish Charlie, my beautiful brother, and to all the brothers and sisters at home and digitally, a happy comic book day. Hi, it is comic book day. <laughs> How you doing on this beautiful Wednesday? You know what? I cannot complain, man. Um, considering you could. what everything... Well, yeah, it's, a, it's all relative. So considering everyone else's concurrent tragedies that are just running over each other right now, it, it would really be white noise. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to complain, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait like five, six months out when everything is just chuckles and cheese doodles <laughs> and smiles. And I'm going to say, oh, well, now that I have everyone's attention, sit down. I've got some shit to complain about. Just have a big but old now, soapbox. Oh, yeah. For, for now, I'm just pleased as punch, my friend. How about you? Uh, you know what? If COVID-19 wasn't problematic enough, if <laughs> protests outside of my local Applebee's weren't enough, if roads so fill a, full of masks and gloves just oh. filling me with black rage uh. wasn't enough, Mother mm -hmm. Nature decided to take a swing <laughs> at your boy with an axe Oof. and took me out on Sunday. Just like um, Mother Nature loaded up every molecule of pollen and stuffed it into like a very porous bag, like the type of bag that goes into a dryer or like pool chemicals get thrown into and just get launched into the deep end. Mother Nature just oh, put that in the sack. Woo! Yeah. Shook it over her head and whoosh, right into whoosh, <laughs> right into Charlie's face hole. There was a cartoon-sized dandelion just, <laughs> just puffed over my entire neighborhood. Dandelion. I, I washed the cars on Saturday. On Sunday, they looked like Killer Croc green. And sure. if you really want to write a compelling Batman comic for me. Go ahead uh, and just have do. Poison Ivy irritate uh, the shit out of him yes. for 24 hours where he's yeah. popping a Benadryl. A Benadryl's not enough, so he Look, takes a second Benadryl, and then everyone could just beat his ass because he's on the you, couch in state for of coma. Any, for anyone who has ever uh, suffered from even a minor case of hay fever or allergies or what have you, never mind those like Charlie and myself who fight a constant, never-ending, albeit seasonal, battle against the whore, uh, that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Mother Nature. Um, well, you know what she really is? She is, uh, she is poison ivy. If you removed every fucking ounce of the sexual tension, you like yeah, the I only never thing that saves my allergies. Never poison not ivy. Once. If you remove the sense of sexual energy, where she might bang any character on the page at any given moment, you know, a human, animal, plant, doesn't make a difference. If you remove that element, she would literally be the worst supervillain ever written. 
And that's Mother Nature in these current months. And then just for fun, she says, you know what? Hurricane season. Get ready. Abracate. <laughs> it's uh... what a dumb bitch it's diabolical so so i was out of commission on sunday which is uh which is a shame i'm a big sunday fan yeah um it's it's you know the name and it was beautiful (laughs) out but like the devil version where i'd go outside and sneeze right away uh but beyond that beyond (laughs) it was was sunny to charlie in the way that it's sunny to a vampire oh what a beautiful day Ah, 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 ah. i'm dead Uh, now yeah yeah, that's that's accurate. I'm trying yeah. to think of a clever thing to say about what they do, in the, but I'm petrified of a spoiler because I'm only oh, like four episodes in. The I'm up second, to Danny Trejo showing up. The second that you uh, open your bubbling little dribbling mouth, I will jump all over it and ruin every minute that you have yet to have watched because I am dying to talk to you about it. Now, I am um, typically, typically I have charlie uh and of course my own good judgment to to get right on top of shows or movies or you know documentaries or whatever the case like they usually don't don't go um uh they they don't really get past me all that even if i don't have particularly a time i'll i'll put it on the must watch list a particular thing or another this has now happened to me twice where it's not that uh, and we're referring to, for those who may not be in the know, we're referring to uh, um, what we do in the shadows, the Dynamite uh, FX series, which is actually in its second series and uh, second season, rather, and is, in fact, a, uh, a spinoff of an original movie from, like, 2015 from Charlie's favorite, <laughs> Tiger. Uh, <laughs> but um, so, so it's not that it went... Uh, it, it didn't have the bleeps, the creeps, or the meeps on my particular radar, but I noticed it. But in much the same way as horse, uh, horseman, <laughs> Bojack Horseman. Horseman like, Bojackman. <laughs> Listen, it's people don't have to know how late it is right now. Um, actively, I was like, oh, look at that thing. Fuck that thing. I'm never watching it. I, I 100% actively... had the exact visceral reaction to the trailer. I was like, Fuck vampires. They can like, eat a dick. More vampires, really? Not pass. And no fewer than about eleven or twelve hundred people said, You have to fucking watch it. You specifically are gonna love it. There's and an episode uh, dedicated to you, John. There really and is. it's just Yes. Yeah. And there, I will really- I don't I don't know if you had the same thing, but sometimes you're so stuck in like a perception. You're like right. Go oh, fuck yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The minute, and this mild spoiler if you haven't seen, but if this doesn't encourage you to watch it, you're we a fool. It. It's on it FX, is. I think. Uh, but and, I'm and, watching it on Hulu. Right, right, right. If, if, you, if you can't watch it uh, on FX, um, you know, current, like, you know, when it when it shows, get all caught, caught up on Hulu and uh, thank us later. New episodes Thursday. But the second episode, there's werewolves. And their oh. main uh, nuisance is the fact they just pee all over the, the yard. Uh, it's amazing. And just smell each other's butts. And, it's the best. Oh, the way that that fight so happens at the end of episode two is the greatest conclusion yeah, to a fight. Yeah. It's the and, greatest fight of all time. And, uh, you know, again, here is where the spoiler bug, you know, the poof, poof, 
the angel and the demon are both spoiling motherfuckers because they're both in my ear right now. Like, tell Charlie about this. Tell him like, oh, just wait till you get. I I won't do it though. But so clearly, uh, while Charlie has been off, uh, making excuses about being sick and and watching amazing series that <laughs> I told him to, uh, in, in and with the swagger as if I was in on the pitch meeting for the series. People had to beg me to watch it. And when I tell other people, I'm like, you haven't watched it? What a loser. You need to jump on that. Thank me later. Dude, so many people, so many people insist that I watch it. But regardless, while Charlie was off doing that bullshit, John, your CEO, was doing some work. And I'm not talking about my real work or the 17 other jobs that I'm currently doing for U.S. Comics. But I was out there. And largely, I did it more so for our listening and viewing audience than really for myself or U.S. Comics as an entity. But I went out and I got us a legitimate sponsor. That's right. I'm very, very sorry, spam, both the meat and the computer virus. I'm very sorry for all the other fictional bullshit uh, sponsors that Charlie makes up. Give a dog a bone at geocities.com. Oh, Is oh, it boy. real? It's not real. Oh, man. Boy, but he tee hee hees. And uh, much apologies to uh, Mr. Gil Faison, charmed, I'm sure, because you can have your bit back because Charlie and John and U.S. Comics by proxy have a legitimate sponsor. So, at least for this first section, because Charles might have a, a hilarious fake one in the holster. Um, this first legitimate section is brought to you for the first time officially, and we've got a banner on his site to prove it, um, is brought to you by Sergeant Finesse on Facebook Gaming. It, we are Facebook official with the Sergeant. That is right. We are both part of the brigade and the battalion here at U.S. Comics. So the U.S. Comics flag is flying proudly on the Sergeant Finesse gaming page on Facebook. So anybody who doesn't know, definitely go check out the Sarge. He's got YouTube videos up, uh, you know, some of his highlights. He's an awesome gamer. He's a real good friend of U.S. Comics and Charlie and myself personally. But he is blowing up on Facebook gaming right now. He's The secret is out. Like, honestly, this must be what, like, Dr. Disrespect or... Uh, Ninja was like when Ninja was in grade school when he first started gaming, uh, streaming uh, online. So again, for anyone who who is not uh, aware of uh, of kind of that um, that 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 gig, um, our, our boy Mike he he plays video games online, or rather he sits in his garage studio at home and he's playing on PS4. He he largely plays. Uh, currently, I think the game du jour is, uh, is Warzone for him, but he plays some World of Warcraft also. And Charlie, he is like his, um, you know, people are throwing stars at him, which is literally the equivalent of like $5 bills, $10 bills, $20 bills. Constant, like, it's almost like he's a stripper. He gets so much money thrown at his face. So I thought, hey, U.S. Comics likes money. So um, we are working in conjunction with him. So U.S. Comics Studios, which I just named literally a second, we produce his daily two bits of art 
uh, that run uh, that that show up just prior to his stream, and it pops up. Um, it's like the the teaser image. So we tease the game that he's playing, and and we put his uh, caricature on all of the images, and uh, we're branding it for U.S. Comics also. So you, it it is, should be recognizable for anybody who's in the know. And uh, he shouts us out during the course of. So definitely. Uh, when you're done listening or watching this, if it's on, uh, if you're on Facebook already, all the better. Uh, just jump right over to Sergeant Finesse. Uh, go right to the game page and um, uh, check him out. He, he, he's a he's an awesome streamer. He's a lot of fun to to watch. Like you can put him on if he's streaming, and he does like six hour streams, sometimes he's longer. Perfect background noise. Oh man, he's good to have on because he, he and and I worked with him for many years. And for me, it's it's really like being back in the office with him three feet away or six feet away in this Corona era. Um, it's just like he's like we're back in the office together because he talks the same bullshit, he makes the same jokes. Um, it, it's 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 a throwback for me, but for you guys, it'll be a first. So we welcome the sergeant, uh, and um, hopefully we'll we'll get him in a. We'll get him in a three-man tag match one of these one of these days, and and maybe we can do a, a you know a, a concurrent uh, stream or. I got like really so scared of Whatever. what that analogy was going to be. Get him in a three-man <laughs> three-man booth there. Hey man, any port in a storm, brother? I told you, hurricane season is coming. How many stars do people ban? Yeah, whatever. Like, what's that? What's a thousand stars? Like whoa, whoa, whoa! I just want to see you killing of the person on the on the game. <laughs> My brother's not yeah. running five miles for his damn self. <laughs> show some yeah. lots of. I'm some... not doing it for my health. I'm doing it for the abs, son. <laughs> so anyway, get so that that's deep a... V. Get yeah, that so deep that, V with, with the Sarge. <laughs> a bit of good news for the for uh, U.S. Comics as an entity. I, I wanted to start with that. Uh, so we'll definitely be making a reference to that on on our pages and uh, what have you. But the good news doesn't start a uh, stop there. It I doesn't say, start Charles. there because it's the it start. There Facebook came. <laughs> <laughs> um, the good news just just rolling, 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 like the Jesus Christ superstar himself. Um, the good news was like 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 an overflow just just washed over me um, because I heard and. Uh, times um so it must be true because nobody would toy with my emotions fragile though i may be um but word on the street charlie and i don't know if you've seen this yet but our favorite sheriff himself i don't care if you're talking about deadwood i don't care if you're talking about i mean look the the fact of the matter is when you say sheriff this is the guy that i'm thinking of but has been announced for a role in the Mandalorian. Man, are um, they stacking is, the deck? Oh boy, you know what it is? It's like um if you've ever played one of those like truly goon games like Magic or I certainly haven't, but I've seen it be done. You know, I've seen it done. Um when you when when certain players start stacking the deck, you're like, "Oh, really? Oh, the mat the magic fist of Gondalore? Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, the, was that a triple black diamond uh, dragon heart? Fuck you. I'm not even playing. That's the type 
of cast that they're assembling for season two of The Mandalorian. But wait, who do you want? Much like <laughs> the Ginsu knives that I got sitting in the kitchen, there is more. Not only can, do you have Timothy Oliphant that can slice through a can in one in one cut, uh, in what stroke, but he'll be donning none other than Boba Fett's armor. Now, I know what you're going to say, Charlie. You're just sitting there looking like a Hawaiian samurai, shaking your head at me. But wait, John, I I thought that uh, uh, Timur Morrison is already going to be there. And, you know, everybody knows that he's Boba Fett because that's where the clones would derive from. And he's a little baby that grew up. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're right. That All those things are true. I said Timothy Oliphant was going to be wearing Boba Fett's armor. But I didn't say he'd be playing Boba Fett. No, no, no. Word on the street is, hold on a second. Yep, yep, that's right. They just said it again. He will be portraying none other than Cobb Vanth from the Aftermath trilogy of novels. That's right. I said it. Dude, how tickled is your undercarriage right now? Wait, wait, but I thought... How tickled is it? I, ooh, I, ooh. I, I, Go ahead. Yes, Charlie in the front row. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is what happens. When you trust someone who loves Star Wars. Yep. Favreau assembled a team. In Favreau we trust. Mm-hmm. He assembled a team. And now it's just like he's going through his nonsense like conversations he had with people like us. Of like, oh, no, it'd be cool. What if Asuka showed? 100%. Oh, you know, it'd be cool. 100%. What if the Black Saber? It's legit oh. insane. And and he's taking he's he's playing that game um that we love to play uh you know of like the, the like you mentioned the imagine ifs but also he's connecting points of interest from all over the Star Wars universe which were not uh originally created to necessarily connect so he has crossovers and you know, intersecting circles and, um, you know, Venn diagrams happening. All I can only imagine what his war room looks like, and at uh, you know, at, at the castle. It just um, looks it, like from that that one oh. scene from It's Always Sunny, where there's like strings everywhere. He's covered in flop sweat. At this point, he must be like trapped within the red strings. Like he's just a you know, like a giant spider has him caught up in his. Uh, in his web, and he's Ex- saving him for later. Instead of a spider, though, it's just excellence personified. The, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I read an article this week of some negative turd, because you know what we need during the lockdown pandemic of 2020? <laughs> some asshole being like, Mandalorian 2, season 2 may not be so good. Uh, there, there are people I, saying, like, they're I hate stuffing. You, sir. They're, uh, more than you hate yourself, I hate you. <laughs> There are people saying, like, oh, they're stuffing too much in it. But these people clearly oh. didn't feel the need to watch The Mandalorian Season 1 two and a half times already, and they're working on the finishing off their third review. Because every episode, the brilliance of The Mandalorian is every episode almost played like its own movie. 100 So you were able to bring in a character or two, and mm-hmm. it didn't overwhelm. It wasn't like Spider-Man 3, because they're not trying to nope. go from the beginning to the end. Some characters are in episode one, four, six. Another mm. character is just in episode two. So you don't need Rosario Dawson to show up 
as a suka, as a soka rather. Um, do I do though? To, wait, that's, oh. that's that's the one time I'll disagree. Daily, just, nightly, and ever so oh, rightly. Um, all the time. God bless that one big nostril of hers. Um, she might show up for just one episode, and like the 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 mind blowing you can do in 38, 45, or 50 minutes. Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing. This guy structures episodes for how goddamn long they need to be. He's not forcing an hour 10. He's no. also not forcing 30. It might be 38, though. Like, right. the, the way that they build... Yeah, it's, they're as long as they need to be within certain parameters. Of course. The best thing that Favreau's doing with the series is that... Um, He's he's really seemed to have mastered that concept of you have like little modules of storytelling, like little nuggets of story. Like, here's what happened on this day or, or this, you know, two day period or what have you. This adventure, that adventure, this adventure. Um, however, they all fit snugly under the overarching uh, storyline which is, you know, the, the Mandalorian himself and the child. So all those little nuggets are important. And, and you know that um, there's nothing discardable, so to speak. You know, there, there's that one episode where Bill Burr and the crew, um, they kind of show up. Now, that, that episode was, was awesome. Who doesn't love a space pirate with a Boston accent? I certainly do. Um, I kept looking for but, Ben Affleck. I was like, where is that? <laughs> but, um, you know, as satisfying as that singular opening to, to ending credits, you did, you know, it wasn't, it didn't have the finality of, a, of, of the coffin closing getting shoved into the, into the pyre. Um, so, like, there are characters that are just kind of dangling out there. So you you know that they're you know they're gonna be referenced again. People are gonna show back up, and that's that's also a very important for the character. Like that's what this motherfucker's life is like. People are just popping in and out, or oh, let me run into this one or that one. Oh shit, it's it's Apollo. What's up? You know. So whatever the case might be, um, this is clearly uh, you know if if the if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So like he's he's established how what the formula is much the same way that he did for the marvel movies you know we we're we may be the only ones giving him the credit that that is due because I, he is absolutely the godfather i of hate higher billion d dollar uh franchise and i'm not saying that that <clears throat> kevin feige isn't brilliant and blah 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 but there's no need for that kind of language Charlie. he this was he was handed a golden baton he was and on top of it, I feel like his legacy in the Marvel Universe was a little bit tarnished with Iron Man 2, which was a film wow. he had to wildly change because of the Will Smith film, Hancock. No. But if you look at Marvel now, if Marvel knew the staying power they were going to have, they would have told him, like, all right, do Demon in the Bottle. Like, just do the adaptation you want to do. Right, right, right. Um, and we'd be looking at a much different Marvel Universe, I think, um, Dude, Demon in a Bottle would have, I don't even, I, you can't even really say arguably, because I'm I'm super confident, super confident, if they had done the Demon in the Bottle, like, with balls, uh, the, the way that it was written, 
it would have been the the, the best standalone movie that there was. They just there just would have it it left it would have left so many opportunities um, for the interpretation of your directors and your writers far more than Ragnarok did because Ragnarok really borrowed so heavily from Planet Hulk that I mean that's really what saved it and then then it became like a light hearted frump uh from light hearted uh I dated her in fuck. high school. You did. A light hearted she's, she's she's still uh hitting you up so um but but yeah so so that allowed for certain um you know uh, certain liberties to be taken with the the material. And and that was an outstanding movie and really salvaged Thor as a character. Can you fucking imagine what Demon in the Bottle would have done for Iron Man? And then considering then where he was going to go from well, there. Because everyone knows the most uh, restrictive and like way over the top uh, Christians, you know, speaking personally because I, I'm of the flock, um, are the born-agains. So imagine if Tony had gone buck with Demon, come back from the brink, and then been like that straight edge, like fucking X's on the back of his hands. You know. It. it yeah. It. It. Yeah. My God, he would have been the worst. And then, and then, Civil War would have had white way even more, um, kind of like punching power because moralistically, you kind of get where Tony's coming from. But then, on the same token, you're like, who the fuck? Are you? Who this is coming from you, sir? You know yeah, the guy drunk in a gutter. It's just so interesting. They they you know and again I I promise I'm gonna get back onto Mandalorian. But mm. what's very interesting is they talk about the inevitability of of rebooting Marvel one day. They're going to at some point do it. Oh, hopefully yeah. hopefully not in in my lifetime. Um or maybe like at the right end and have it be bad. Um, that's what yeah, does me. But maybe it'll be like in the, in the in the brand new like uh filming process where you're like, oh no, now you're in movies. Yeah. So we're gonna start all you're Marvel Tony movies Stark. Again. Um, yeah, exactly. You have Who to. You like to yeah. But uh, what what's interesting is there's still this this huge Tony Stark story that never got told, in mm. a way that Mandalorian is kind of the Boba Fett. Story. Everyone wanted to see a Mandalorian do his Mandalorian thing. Um, and what's really cool is that's what, what Favreau's been able to do. Because the Mandalorian, specifically how season two is sounding with all these heavy hitters they're bringing on board, it looks like they are keeping, staying with what, if, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it, like you said. Mm -hmm. Season one, it worked to do these little chunks of stories. Here's two days, here's a week, here's a day. Here's half an adventure. Yeah. What you can do with with season two is you could avoid the problem that shows like Game of Thrones ran into, uh, where they were kind of so driven to this end game. Right, they, right. It was like a race to get to the finish. As of right now, no, if you that's... told Favreau season two was it, season one ended in a story way that like a lot of stuff was left hanging. Yeah, but yeah, the story of that, like he does the right thing, he saved the baby up to a point, and then they had more adventures. And then it's Star Wars, so you could have had books or comics or a video game. Um, it's we a have, very unique position he's in. And and also, I mean that that's where that's the beauty of the Mandalorian for me is because 
here you have kind of a um he's like he's like like a reflective literally and figuratively um now that i'm thinking of it maybe that was the the reason for the new shiny armor <laughs> of the star wars universe you know as a whole the extended universe which the real fans and the ones that get so protective and frankly can be um i'll be i'll be kind here can be abrasively protective about uh their source material that's um, not my jar other people might might say something you know might use firmer uh terminology like fucking assholes <laughs> um but he's he's got this character who in and of himself doesn't have any source material that anybody can bitch about. Well, this, well, that, mm, what the fuck are you even talking about? However, he reflects, um, this, you know, other source material. Uh, and it's like, you know, and again, it, it, it's instant chub inducing because like, Oh, this, Oh, that, because the, the, the trilogy that, um, that they're referring to, you know, to get back to the original point, the Timothy Oliphant appearance, um, it's, you know, it's a trilogy that was written. It's a, it's novel form. It's it takes place after uh, the Battle of Endor, and it it's fi- kind of fills in that gap. And this is obviously where the whole Mandalorian uh, series takes place. It's before uh, what we see in the new trilogy. Um, so it's it's ostensibly it's this. Is any of that source material? You can basically pick and choose whatever the fuck you want. And Marvel Disney has so much faith in Favreau that they'll gems. He is fucking like if this was a side of the road garage sale, he would be the guy that's like, ah, oh, what what do you want for this piece of shit uh holiday end painting? I thought <laughs> Antiques Roadshow, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a Picasso. It's $20 million. He's like, oh, great. And I only paid $5. Like, that is what he's basically doing with this uh, Star Wars content. It's an awesome trilogy. Anyone who hasn't read it. Um, so, literally, the character, I, and I'll just give like a real big, quick book report and then pass off the baton to, to you, Charlie. Um, so, Cobb Vanth uh, is a former slave on Tatooine which we all know is where Luke grew up and all kinds of sandy shit went down. Um, <laughs> all the and, sandy uh, shit. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, the Sarlacc monster and, uh, you know, just, just the huts. It was a fucking wild place. Just a wild place. Um, so he's a slave. Um, all the shit from Return of the Jedi happens. The huts are now no longer a power. He's been choked out by a half-naked bitch. Just great. And um, he's now free. He's just free to be uh free to, free to be himself and he comes across the downed uh skiff from jabba that that just kind of sailed over the sarlacc and the the aficionados uh star I, wars there. yeah that's right um <laughs> So um very professional. Thank thank you for that. So so the idea no, it is sounds that like a real thing. The skiff, They're like the, the owners of the skiff. Ah, whatever. <laughs> so so the skiff um has been destroyed and flaming hot shards of that motherfucker have gone flying into the Sarlacc 
which is never good for the digestion, even if it's going to be for a thousand <laughs> years. And that caused whatever opportunity that our boy, uh, the most popular thing to ever come out of Star Wars, Boba Fett, um, to to basically escape. Now, and for one reason or another, he came out, and I guess he needed to get naked or whatever the case. He removed his armor <clears throat> because Cobb only comes across the the ruined remains of the skiff. The Mandalorian armor scattered around like there was some kind of Mandalorian orgy happening, and Homeboy had to get naked real quick. So he takes the armor because that is of value, and he's just a, a sandy tattooing slave, and he goes about his business. And you know, then he kind of takes on the the new crime uh, faction that I, I won't ruin the actual trilogy for anybody. Dude, and maybe I'll get popcorn. Well, well, maybe this is going to carry over into the into the series. Um, but yeah, he goes on. But um, some people were like, maybe he's. They're like, look at that motherfucker. Ain't no Bubba Fett. I'm like, where'd you even get that from? You're no Mandalorian. They give him shit all throughout. So Timothy Oliphant is such a great actor because he can cons- constantly. Character was like kind of like a little slimy, like just getting by the, se- the, the, the seat of his ass. He's a romantic oh. lead, but no one trusts him. Oh, man, he's he's fucking perfect. done and um he you know again i don't want to ruin the trilogy for for you but he is that uh, he's precisely the right actor is he a survivor is he somewhere in between uh super super excited uh not only about the appearance of that particular character because we've gotten news upon news about certain characters that are going to appear and we have certain characters coming back from season one so that has been cup filling material from the from the from jump street um but this very specific bit of news i just oh it's just good stuff man i I can't wait it's just i mean in in in, if in favre i trust oh yeah in, in this mother trucker i lost that's how excited I am for the for the Oliphant goodness. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, son. As excited as I am for John Favreau to bring us another Mandalorian season, as mm-hmm. excited as I am for Timothy Oliphant, I am equally excited to have the power and authority to tell you to cram it, sir, because it's my time to shine. And I don't care that that. The Sarge is our official sponsor. I'm sure there's a picture right now popping up. Tell you where to go on Facebook Gaming. That the Sarge is in the house. I want to tell you about our slightly more important sponsor. And that sponsor is Common Goddamn Sense. Which means, wear your stupid mask. That's right, I'm calling you out. You don't believe in the mask? I don't care. You don't want to wear uh, gloves? I don't care. You don't want to put your shopping cart back when you don't? Then I don't care. <laughs> Do decent things because you're a decent person. That's the sponsor for my segment. You or suck, at least bitch. fake it, man. Come on. Like, think uh, the, the analogy that it. Uh, and you knew what was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. We should have the like an old bomb, 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 bomb. Like some sort of Mario in the castle fire. I'll get on it. I'll get on it. Um, the, the analogy is, uh, is always the same. 
every every red blooded American man and woman, um, or undecided, has at one point or another called in sick to work when they weren't really sick. That's what you need to do. If you are not, uh, if you're actually a trash person, not like you're a person that has questionable moral fiber, like, no, 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 I mean, literally, if you're a pile of doo-doo and trash to the form of a human being and then put, like, a, a London Fog raincoat around them and, and cinch it <laughs> at the waist and put a Raphael fedora on their head and pulled it low, I was like, you know what, you're a person now, Go walk around and pretend like that level of pretend. Pretend that you're a decent person. Be an actor. Somebody will hand you your Oscar at the end of the season when we're it's safe to be less than you know when social distancing is a memory. Um, be a be a human being. Come on. If if you're not fucking fake it. Just what are we doing? Fake it. You piles of crap. Talking <laughs> about faking it. Transition. Not, I don't actually have a good one, oh. but we must finally <laughs> talk about the elephant in the room. We got to talk about it. We have managed to go 71 consecutive weeks without talking about it. Really? What, what do we leave out? It's time to talk about the Snyder Cut of the Justice oh. League movie. We have to do it. We have to do it, John, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because for the faith, the 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 <laughs> for the faithful it. among Ugh. us tonight. Ugh. If you are listening to this podcast when it launches on Wednesday on our beautiful comic book day, this uh, today, May twentieth, at seven o'clock. I'm sorry, at eight o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Zack Snyder is hosting a Man of Steel watch party with live, with live cam commentary. I can't read. Live commentary Lime on his, on his Vero profile. Yuck. The hashtags, though, set off a bit of a, I'll call it a flim flam. <sighs> in my strong words from a strong circles. man. <laughs> Hashtag Man of Steel seven years. Which made me feel old because I feel like we just sat down to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag, You're the oldest young person. <laughs> hashtag Man of Steel. <laughs> and then hashtag paused, not <sighs> stopped. Yeah. Once again, bringing attention. So for those who have managed to have a full life that's not surrounded by shenanigans like the Snyder Cut, <laughs> there is... Zack Snyder uh, removed himself. Uh, the The most accepted history is he removed himself from Justice, Justice League yeah. after the tragic loss of his daughter. Right. They then brought in, uh, who was considered one of the masterminds at Marvel, the man who brought us, uh, who brought us the Avengers. Uh, you know, the, someone who we all love and. The color palette was changed and new scenes were shot and levity was added in to what was set up as a as a dark and brooding, very bat friendly universe. Now, um, on the other side of this tragedy and on the other side of Warner Brothers losing losing 
Some people say they lost uh, $20 million uh, at minimum. Um, from the, ah, the chump change, chump change from the from the failure that was Justice League. So this is something that was supposed to garner them many many dollars, and it didn't. Um, for a long time, it was said clearly this is dead in the water, but there has always been talk of this assembled cut, this viewable cut that didn't have special effects and oh. maybe was missing some some scenes. every day, every day you have. And by you, I clearly mean me, because that needs to be the focus of every segment. <laughs> every fucking day, it was Snyder cut this, Snyder cut that. I mean, you could be talking about something that had nothing to do with anything. You could be talking about your taxes. You could be talking about Game of Thrones. You could be talking about stubbing your fucking toe at 4 o'clock in the morning when you got up having to pee and you fucking rammed it into the corner going to the bathroom. Somebody be like, well, you know, the Snyder Cut had a scene where... Fuck you, man. Like, yeah. I, I may be in the minority here. Um, I don't think you so. Know, even, even within... Uh, the parameters of uh, these two floating heads. Um, I am fucking sick to death with the Snyder Cut. At this point, and I mean this point, like literally minute whatever, 39 or, or what have you, I'm officially way the fuck over it. I, I am over it like Superman hovering outside of Lois Lane's apartment, looking through the the walls like a fucking creep, <laughs> hearing her talk shit about her new relationship and questionable child of uh, uh, bearing abilities. I am fucking over it. I, Enough already I with want, the Snyder Cut. I want to be able to sit here and Ugh. just for entertainment's sake, I want to say like, yeah, but you know, bearded black suits. I don't. Give a fuck. Enough. There was enough one, already. There it's was too one, late. There was one way to do this. If the pandemic didn't happen, there was there was some rumbling that at the launch of HBO Max, which is mm. HBO's new streaming service that right. combines HBO and a bunch of shows and a bunch of DC stuff. If on launch day, they were like, launch, I guess what movie we're showing. Right. We're showing the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Isn't that gonna be fucked up? Like, and I didn't want them to like go back and 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 film stuff. I didn't want them to finish the CG. If anything, you could have done it like, like tennis, like the balls and fucking yeah, or, green tape or, on the or wall. Like you, you you do it budget style. You like have the cardboard cut of like this would have been the fucking dark side because the film <sighs> has proven to to fail now. Let me play devil's advocate. There is part of me that wants to see it for the sheer oddity. But people that are talking about this, like the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2, are high. Because there is a huge difference with what happened. Now, again, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate. Because there are some people who desperately who desperately want to see this film. Yeah, yeah. And all all of their last names are Snyder. Yeah, pretty much. Or Cavill. So last uh so so uh, in February, uh Snyder uh posted a screening of what he assembled, 
with the footage he had and, and what he had resource-wise for people at the DC. Um, so this kind of cut out Warner Brothers. This was just for DC. This is what I have. This is what I would need. And apparently that got people talking. Now, right now especially, content is important. It might make sense if it isn't that expensive to throw a million dollars to to make five million on new DVD sales. But the 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 bridge I kind of bump into, the the wall I hit, right, is nothing anyone has said has made me excited a little even a little bit. Now I know where you stand on this. And I mm. respect where you stand on this. But I'm, while I'm sure people kept trying to talk to you about the Snyder Cut, which I'm now among uh, that legion of people, uh, I just want to run a few things past you, and I want to gauge your honest opinion. Sure. It right. would be my qualified pleasure, sir. Let me sir. take a sip here first. Please. Let me, let me join you. Oh, yeah. Because little sip this for- is probably indicative of where my opinions will be headed. For those of you watching, get your on, ass ready, Zach. For those of you watching on uh, Facebook Live, John is drinking out of a skull, and he just referred to it as Zach. So that can only mean good things. Mm-hmm. Here's what I ask you, my friend: Black suit Superman. Do you give a shit that he would change from the naviest of blues to a black suit in like a like? I mean, this is my. Re- reboot chamber his 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 suit was basically black already they fucked up the color palette so so bad um first a little just a, a quick little uh pro prologue um to set to set up where my uh vitriol is going to be coming from yes please um, daddy love vitriol so to talk about the 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 snyder cut um, just like in its academic sense, um, the reason I could give fuck less about it, and every time it would come up in conversation, my eyes would roll back in my head so far that they'd come back around, look at my brain for a second, and then scoop back up, look what I was having for lunch, and then bling me, and come come full around. Um, in order for you to have any kind of a testicular tingling about this concept, whether it's finished completely squeaky, ready to, to play in the Cinemax, um, or if it's, you know, tape on the wall, X's, uh, tennis balls on, on poles, that level cardboard cutouts uh, in the background level. Um, the reason why I care less about it uh, is that um, everything before that was way the fucked up. Snyder, I understand the, the family tragedy, and uh, I, I would give anything for that not to have happened because no one wants uh, someone to suffer that type of tragedy. And we would have already hate, hated the Snyder Cut. We been- I hate, exactly, I hate the Yankees. I'm not trying to see their plane get into an accident. Um, he fucked Superman up. And to me, if you're making a DC movie, uh, nay, if you're in charge of the entire DC cinematic experience, if you fuck Superman up, it's irredeemable. Your entire universe is dog shit. 
when, when in fact, what they really did was they took, and by they I mean fucking Snyder, took uh, the Christopher Nolan concept of the Batman movies, putting aside all of the storytelling elements, and said, okay, well, people like that, so what we're going to do is re, uh, repackage that version of Batman for this new cinema-going uh, group, and we will make a DC universe in with that palette of emotion of characters of colors literally uh and that's what we really got that's not superman so this character who we were watching fly around and jump in a bathtub with a red-headed lois for some reason and you know all these decisions that he made up until the point where he was in the process of filming them and don't get me wrong i was the not the first gomer online to see these movies but i was the second one because the first one was charlie my esteemed colleague and brother but i was the second one i was right there um i'm gonna see all those movies and i'll continue to see all those movies because you can't have an opinion if you're uninformed i hated though hated 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 his approach to superman so all that being said if you now have superman in a black suit conceivably why because that's how he was buried. So they came up with a black suit to bury him in, or was the suit as a um, kind of a conduit to him, his ability, you know, uh, his so- solar absorbing ability, maybe um, the same way that like a fucking uh, um, a-, a camouflaging reptile dies, it turns black, like all oh, the suit was black accordingly because his body couldn't absorb uh, sunlight maybe that's the i don't know kryptonian fashion technology that's uh, a fucking guess i don't know um it's visually superman in a black costume i don't fucking care i really don't care i lost your audio i can re- I do, I do have an idea of what you were just saying. Well, that's good. Uh, this edit's going to be fun at fucking two a.m. Um, unless you're going to go full, you know, there is. four supermen and Clark shows up with a mullet uh, and a machine gun. I'm not interested. Yeah, There's... like if you're going to make him into Neo at that point, sure. And it's I'll, Keanu I'll Reeves. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! And it's like the full fucking soundtrack. Doo. Like, but, yeah, you okay, know, yeah, the, that, that's the, worth 20 bucks. Here you go. I think a common theme of the things we're going to talk about are it's sizzle and there's no steak. The steak's gray yeah. and it's yeah. not seasoned right. And it's just goddamn nasty. Um, your plant based based steak is pretty good, though. Uh, admittedly, you know, how you know what the so fuck far. you're doing. Getting rid of that, <laughs> that red meat, saving your soul and shit um, and your life. Um, probably Couple more cows. than the life thing couple cows you're a big fan uh and not the way that you were in grade school but boom boom canceled inappropriate uh so the black suit people i don't gives a shit um, again i think it's important to and maybe it's for a different time but i have very strong opinions about all the dc movies because i think a lot of them were very easily saved you and i sometimes wax poetic off the show about like I put on, I watched Man of Steel the other day and I was yeah. like there's there's if I was able to be in the room there's moments they started yeah I would have been able to be like whoa let's move this here 
Let's yeah, but you know, though, there. even now, now what you're talking about is like that that meeting where they storyboard certain things, and I do realize that there are people in the process who are only now kind of getting what the movie is going to be when it's in that uh, uh, when it's in that stage. But for me, Charlie, uh, any of the movies that we've seen. With Cavill, and I don't blame Cavill at all. You know, I, I've been a fan no, he, of his. He, look at you know, what he did with Witcher. You, he does he's projects awesome he Witcher. cares about, and if he you was, let him input. Well, you know, you know what though, but he's an actor, so you just just do your job. I, I'm satisfied with him just doing his job. I don't need him to be fucking part of the character analysis team because that's what the script writers I, I, do I, and things right. like that. I more meant let um, him let him be passionate about it. And and he'll be give passionate you, about he'll it. He'll give you, you know, everything you know, he though, has, and, and and he'll take direction because he's a fine actor and and he looks the part. And um, but we didn't get Superman. We didn't get Clark Kent. We didn't get Kal El. So um, and you needed more than one movie. Of course. Really but really DC was never going to catch up. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to. They were trying to do. You mentioned uh, Game of Thrones before. Game of Thrones was trying to outrun its own coverage. They were trying to get everything done in that last season when they probably needed three. an additional two, three seasons to get to that point because there were threads. You know, there there were like um. You know, like if it was Project Runway, like, oh, Tim Gunn's yelling at them like, you got five minutes. And then you have uh, uh, 90% of a beautiful dress and then like her titties hanging out because like the stitches were not what episode, all there. What episode number was that? Uh, 83. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, it, it's worth a watch. But you know, it's but it's, yeah, they, they were they were trying to 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 catch up to Marvel at the same time. They wanted to get to the they were trying to get to dessert. And you know sometimes you gotta eat the fucking you gotta eat your salad you gotta eat your vegetables you gotta have your side, um you know you have to do everything that's a necessity beforehand so that that final payoff has some fucking punch and if they had done that in much the same way that the like the the second Thor movie and the second Iron Man movie those are not good movies when you look at them stand only like. Nah, these are like B movies, you know, in the term, like in the vernacular of even the Metacritics and, and things like that. Um, however, when you take your time with it, you when there is a misstep, you're like, mm, you know what, this isn't quite right. And then you can readjust. But they had the luxury of, of home run first movies, which Superman, I'm so sorry. Man of Steel is not a home run. And it breaks my it's heart. It's a strong, it's a, it's a you and me both. It's a strong double. It's a well-hit double because, like I said before, there are there are a plenty of moments. Now, some of them are cinematic payoff moments that are fine cinematic payoff movies, uh, pay, payoff moments for other movies, potentially other characters. They are not Superman. Even going back, I don't want to do an end, uh, a fucking scene-by-scene -scene analysis I, I do kind of secretly, but um, I'm not going to do, do that. we do a live because... stream where we just yeah. drink and watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm and like, just so bitch at, the whole time. At the 30-second mark, you've already misstepped. Um, Why no, is this I, S I so rounded? Man. I, I know this is more so about um, the Snyder cut of, uh, of you know, of uh, Justice League and whatever. Um, 
But to, to go back to Man of Steel, because that's that's really your beginning, Kal-El would never, never, never take this fucking guy's truck and jam uh, trees and... It's it's not in his character. That's not in his upbringing. He would have turned the other cheek, and he would have ended up looking like a fucking herb for doing it. And got that that tough guy trucker in the end. No, that's like a that's fan service uh, when it goes wrong. That's 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 playing to the crowd. Do you know that's not fan service? That's crowd. Do you know? And again, I, I we are going to move on because my time is dwindling. You know what? Actually, the conclusion to that scene is he gets bullied to make look to to look like a bitch. He looks like a bitch, and he then is in, a bitch. And then in the he, third he act, has to take that bitch moment. In the third act, he saves that guy as Superman, and that guy has the big fucking like. Oh, thank you so much, Eyes. That's Superman. That's this is that's the this payoff. is the reason. This is the reason why the brother or the sibling uh, pairings for movie making work so well because there is no muse for me like better than Charlie. I agree with you, Charlie. Absolutely, he should. Uh, you have a clapback moment um, where he saves that guy and stuff like that. Um, but if you if you if you have to have that character have his inevitable comeuppance, his truck does get destroyed. But as a side effect of the fucking big fight that Superman is having with whatever big bad you want to put in his way, and it's not Superman and he doesn't do it vindictively, but maybe fucking big Kryptonian gets thrown into this guy's truck and hit and it gets destroyed. And Superman has to save him from his now destroyed truck. Um, so you can accomplish those goals, but you can do so uh, in such a way that you protect the character's integrity um, as it's originally written. Because again, uh, the the you know the last thing that I'll say about it, and then I'll hand it right back over to you. That character that we saw was just a neat Kryptonian character uh, who happened to have circumstances very similar to our own beloved Clark Kent, Kal El. But it was not Clark Kent Kal-El. It just, it just wasn't him. And you could almost... Different guy. You could tell that, that Snyder, and this is ultimately what I feel about the Snyder cut, Snyder doesn't understand those characters as they have been, been written. Um, because, again, you don't need Superman to have the codex in him. He doesn't need the DNA of all of his people to be special. He's special because Clark's the shit. But... Let's move on, and, and I'll, I'll focus yeah. on the big thing is this. this the Snyder. Is, this is the big Snyder cut. This is what he needs money for and filming for. First of all, my understanding is he would need Ben Affleck to come back, and I'm all but positive Ben is fucking fine not coming back. He referred Oof. to the shooting of Justice League as torture. Uh, he said as much as he enjoyed... Batman v Superman. He said he enjoyed that shoot. He had fun. His kids came. That's one of us, um, Ben. Yeah, uh, I thought he was badass in it, but I didn't think he was. He was I, fine. That movie it was wasn't just good. A, but ugh, it was a doomed. It was a doomed expedition before they even shoved yeah. off. In Justice League, though, he 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 has made it very clear he did not have a good time. And if you look at the cast of the Marvel movies as an aside. All those motherfuckers look like they're having a blast. Oh, they're having the time of their fucking. And don't get me wrong, 
you know, again, these cats work out. Henry Cavill, when talking about his working out for The Witcher, when he's topless uh, on on that show, he has avoided drinking water for two days. So his skin is more opaque. So you can see, and like the, the veins lats more. So these motherfuckers torture themselves for yeah. their art. and It's um, a job. Yeah, for, <laughs> you know. Thor just now got to be fat. He had to spend like six movies just clanging and banging. But the big talk, not only would Batman have to come back, not only would Superman have to come back, and Henry Cavill doesn't exactly seem thrilled with how he was. He might grow a mustache out of spite. He's like, you know what? what? <laughs> On The Witcher, he just has a white Fu Manchu. Um, not even he like he goes out and gets like that basic bitch tattoo of the mustache, the curly mustache on his finger. Like Henry, we got good news. He's like, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, can't do it, bro. You know how that CGI shit is. That's fantastic. He actually has Henry. One more thing. Oh, what? <laughs> wait a minute. Is that on your finger? <laughs> no. Actually, jumps out the window to fly away. Um, the big talk is. Oh, the whole time. Guess who's been around since Clark? Because that doesn't ruin shit more than Batman. They, the Martian Manhunter uh-huh. was supposed to be revealed in Justice League. Uh-huh. Aren't you? That's aren't the big you exci- payoff? Aren't you excited, John? That's terrible. John Jones? The That's Martian terrible. Manhunter? Do you know how much work that they would have to do just in order for them to justify the introduction, not of a particular character, but... How the fuck do you even fit that guy? They, they're going to have a, some kind of cheap pop, uh, have somebody drop in where like the audience is like, yay, Green Lantern. They, we, they already have humans. You and fucking also, bring in a Green Lantern. They show the Green Lantern. Of course they in did. the opening sequence. And the whole movie, I sat there with my dick in my hand saying to myself, it's going to be fine. Because someone's showing up, right? No. it was. I mean, honestly, Charlie, it was as mismanaged Give a fuck from less. Jump Street as it, it could have been. It Honestly, it was almost... Um, it could have been the fucking plot of Major League where, like, this this former stripper, she marries into the family over at Warner's and is like, okay, I need to – we have to make a, a – we have to make the DC movies, but I need them to be as bad as possible. How are we going to do this? Or, like, Mel Brooks' like version of the producers, except it's – This is what we're going to do. How great um, would that be if that was the Snyder Cut, though? The Snyder Cut is actually and, written and directed by uh, Mel Brooks. Ava, as fast as possible, reverse everything that I said during these last 30 minutes. I'm all in, 100%. I will contribute. I'll buy stock in the company. Uh, and I'm going to go start the popcorn right now because I'd be all in. That's be freaking, uh, uh, but on a scale of one to ten, one yes. being uh, getting socks on Christmas morning and only getting socks on Christmas morning. And I know you love socks, but are nothing they else, Argyle? They're not. Oh, fuck. They're fuck like the those socks, terrible man. like Walmart brand. No. Ten being 
It turns out Christopher Reeves did a fifth Superman movie, and it was excellent. And, like, they just waited to now to release it, and he, like, punches Lex in the balls, and fucking, it's amazing. But he doesn't snap his neck. But he doesn't, because he's respectable. How disappointed would you have been? Fucking guy. If the big surprise in Justice League was, like, Martian Manhunter's here to save the day. It would have, it would have legitimately. This is not, this is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. You would have gotten a, a, an audible groan, and then a build up into a boo, boo. That would have been trash, trash. And if you're going by the way Doomsday looked. I'm sure he would have looked terrible also. I can't even imagine. Fucking John Jones, really? That was that was your ace in the hole? That's what you were going to come up with, you dick face? But he was in Man of Steel, don't you know? Oh, God damn it. God damn it. It it really is... I... Ugh. Why not be, like, why not be hopeful for, like, Black Adam to be awesome? Why are we still fucking talking about Justice League? But here, here's the here's the other thing, and um, it it really speaks to uh, tempered expectations because at this point now, and I hate to keep on doing it, it's not fair, but I'll I'll keep doing it because everyone else does. You have Marvel and you have DC. You have Coke and Pepsi, right? People already have their they're already in a camp. But knowing that, sometimes you sit down at the diner and they only have Coke, or you, sometimes you're there and they only have Pepsi, you take what they got. Not you, because that's poison to you. Um, Water, baby! <laughs> but you have the, the, you have the responsibility of whatever came before. So now the Marvel movies, as they roll out, they have to kind of maintain a certain standard. And you have a level of expectation if you're in the audience. You're going to get a Marvel movie. The characters might change. The circumstances. The scenarios. Um, the backgrounds. The soundtracks. That, that shit's all, all malleable. Um, however, you know that you're going to get a Marvel flick. With DC, the, the, almost the opposite. Like People sit down almost begrudging. Like, the fuck this Shazam now. Let's go. All right. And then... What you're getting with movies like Wonder Woman, my my girl gal, um, I'm gonna put her off to the side because I have something I have to talk. To. Aquaman and people like the best review they gonna was like that was pretty good, and where that comes from not is not as a standalone. Well, here's the thing. It's it's from their it's from the malaise that's left over from the Superman flicks and from you know Batman versus Superman and the Justice like so they're comparing it to like it's like you had a shit sandwich and then somebody hands you a glass of piss and you're like yeah that wasn't bad I mean maybe that's 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 a little too strong they handed you a glass of like somebody else's sweat instead you're like it could have been piss or it could have been a shit sandwich so. Shazam and Aquaman, Shazam less so, but 
Dude, Aquaman wasn't really very good. No, I didn't even I didn't even really it like it wasn't very good. It's not I'm not like amped up to rewatch it ever. No, I I'm like I I'm in an Aquaman kind of mood. Shazam at least is fun. Yeah. In the sense of like it's big. You know, it it, it really is. It's a fun movie. If I'm totally uh, honest though, it, if I never saw Shazam again, I'd be fine. Well, I'm I'm more I'm far more curious into as to Shazam's further adventures because they delved fucking knuckle deep into the, the into the Captain Marvel family like right away. I was like, dude, you again DC? What what is it? Do, like, do you have do you have to be home by midnight type of situation? <laughs> Why are you always in such a fucking rush? I feel uh, like I feel like someone there. when you sit down to work for DC. They yeah, make you man. write a seven-part saga for your character, and then they just choose random pages. They're, no, they're like, this is a great seven-part uh, arc. Do it in one movie now. <laughs> what? The fuck are you talking like about? Like a part one? Be like, no. We want you to compress 30 yeah. hours of ideas well, I'm into 80. I'm like, these are seven story arcs. They're three movies each. Yeah, exactly. You like I need two I need to be on HBO and stars. I need two concurrent <laughs> I need two concurrent series. But- I need to I need the deal for um the Dark Tower that Opie was supposed to get where like <laughs> he's got movies and shows and like you know comic book flip books like you can flip them real fast and you know they move on you. Um yeah, no, the, 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 I don't know what the fuck is going on with DC. Now, now that being said, I, credit where credit's due, and it's not because she's a gorgeous creature on this earth, but Wonder Woman has has done everything right, and with, the, <laughs> with the exception of her uh, unfortunate appearance in uh in in uh justice league and uh what about uh, what about her mustachioed cgi final boss that that's not her fault it's the i i thought i didn't think we were actually talking about gail specifically can you imagine gal you know, she's like sitting if you're like god this fucking goddamn fucking program um no 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 yeah no i i agree the the, the design <laughs> The design. He's like, oh, put a mustache on him. It'll be hilarious. Yeah, no, the the design the design team dropped the ball on that one. But the big boss fight came when it was supposed to come, and like you got just enough of like, uh, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. (laughs) They they give you just enough of that where like when it happens, you're like, "Eh, see, see that. Um, so so that I think was handled well. It's just that he didn't look particularly good, but. Um, the rest of the movie looked fucking aces and I'm super excited. And this is where I think, you know, that you had a success as opposed to like a C plus effort or the fucking failures that a lot of the other movies that they put out was I'm super excited for her next outing. That's exactly right. Where you, you know, that that's where the measuring stick is. You know, that they did a fucking great job. If you just cannot wait, if you're on pins and needles, for the next installment, and I certainly am. Absolutely. Now, what the fuck they're gonna do? Look, Charlie, you and I both know. I don't care what money Aquaman or Shazam did, um, and somehow, some way, and I don't know how it is. Um, if there is some way to encapsulate and protect 
put her in like a little eggshell Wonder Woman, the character, and cart her over into whatever the new iteration is. Maybe you have to do some kind of like um, new Star Trek situation. You're like, <laughs> you know, like you you literally pluck her out and plop her down into something new. Um, that they fucking this town needs an enema, as 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 they say in Gotham. Um. You know they're they're and I understand. I look, I don't even Zack think you Snyder, have to explain it. Zack Snyder was you can't even really be mad at him, and this is where I'm at, um, because visually, Sucker Punch is one of the fucking coolest things. It's a two-hour music video. It really is. Sucker Punch is one of the most fun things as a red-blooded American dude to watch. But you can uh, basically you could turn the volume off on that, and you can start it at any point in the movie, and it wouldn't matter. It makes no sense. Nope. It's just a lot of fun to watch. It's a collection of moments, and that's who Snyder is as a director. So when he sits down, he's like, "Oh, banging the pots," and I'm like, "Oh, oh, are you uh, applauding the uh, the essential workers on their way to work?" No, no, no. Oh. HBO Max is going to have the extended... Oh, fuck you, Zach. I don't care, man. Take your extended bullshit. Don't care. Go home with it. Come come back with something totally new that I didn't have fucking sheets on, sheets of when I was six years old and, and fucking... And, and, you know, and, and give people more shit, more Marvel shit to get thrown in my DC fanboy face. Get out of here. You had your turn. You blew it. You fucking blew your load early. The prom queen is not going to call you back up. You're done, ski, sir. And it's You're okay. Done. It's okay to take a swing hey, and miss. You get, a, you get a pat on the back. You did a thing. Burn sure. the or, Snyder Cut. Done. Burn it's it. done. I, I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Burn anymore. the Snyder Cut for my brother, the CEO of U.S. Comics and the host of U.S. Comics Cast. I am the COO of U.S. Comics and the host of U.S. Comics Cast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We are on Instagram and Facebook it. at U.S. Comics HQ. Do me a favor right now. If you're listening to this podcast, hit share, whatever you're listening to it on. You can hear like this it. anywhere that you can hear podcasts. Hit share. Your mom wants to hear it. Your aunt wants to hear it. Most importantly, Gail Godot wants to hear it. Gal. God damn it. Well, she's she's going to be your gal. Huh? Don't threaten me with a good time. John, how do we end our show? With the one and only, with the irreplaceable, with the hard rocking, can't stop in all night boot knocking, bad Mary.